0: Hi, I'm Jill. And I'm Erin. You're listening to Banter and Dish Podcast.
1: We'll share relatable stories and recipes
0: with a hint of humor
1: and a dash of delight.
0: I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to Banter and Dish Podcast. Pretty much the format of the podcast is that we chat a little bit and then we chat a little bit about a recipe. And today's recipe is lasagna soup from Lindsay Eats L.A. (laughs) Lindsay Eats L.A. That's- Lindsay Eats L.A. She's the whole city. She's hungry. That's an interesting name. Is that a Facebook person? I found her on Instagram. Oh, okay. And she has like a food website or blog or something. I think it might be a blog, mm-hmm. but it's lindsayeatsla.com. Oh, okay. But yeah, that's where I found the lasagna soup yeah. that we can talk about in a little bit. Yeah, I'm interested to uh, hear about that. It sounds really good. Yeah. Today's weather, I mean, this will be put up, what? November 5th. I don't know what the weather is going to be like on November 5th, but today and yesterday the weather was gorgeous. Today isn't today the 5th? Oh, I'm sorry. I am I'm like a time delay.
1: <laughs> Jill, with with the time change and now you're changing the physical day. You just had me like really wondering where the hell I am.
0: I'm testing you Erin.
1: Well, yeah. The weather's been yeah. <laughs> We've been lucky. The weather's been great again, although it got it dropped down pretty cold. Was that that was last week?
0: Yeah, last week. That was would have chilly. been
1: the end of October.
0: As actually, just the beginning of this week. I think I wore a winter coat to work on Monday. I think yeah. Monday and Tuesday.
1: Yeah, I think it did snowed in some part. Yeah. not here, but like in. Some- well, I
0: saw flurries. Did you not see any? Oh no, I missed those. But yeah, um, there were flurries on. I believe it was Monday.
1: Okay, so yeah, so now we're back up to the seventies. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was gorgeous. (laughs) We were walking around. We went to Warby Parker. We went to Target. It was lovely. Uh, this weather
1: is perfect for me. I love like 70 and sunny. Like yes, to me, it's just, uh, I mean, I would think most people would agree 70 and sunny yes. is perfect. It's not too hot, not too cold.
0: Do you know what I love about it? People like me who want to like cozy it up in 70, you can still wear a sweater and a scarf. And the people who like to wear shorts and t-shirts and tank tops, they can still wear that. <laughs> Everybody gets what they want when it's 70 and sunny. Don't you think?
1: I think so. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think it's one of those, times one of those rare occasions where everybody is happy yes everybody is happy yeah you can make everyone happy with 70 degrees i think so (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm curious i mean we're we're obviously in in our area we're entering the season changes i mean soon enough i I don't know when the first day of winter is
0: isn't it december 20th that it? it's usually around the 20th
1: so we got some time yet
0: yeah i know we talked
1: about the seasons when fall started so yeah just wondering how our listeners are feeling
0: about the end of fall impending no yeah, the possible possibility right. of snow coming. And- well, we turned the clocks back. Yes. So now it is lighter in the morning, but it is dark so early. And this is the time of year where I do. I count like I I can't wait until December twentieth or whatever that day is. And slowly it starts to get lighter again.
1: Yeah, it is weird. I've never paid much attention to the time change, and I was unaware that daylight savings does not happen across the country. It's only. So
0: the only East Coast, some other countries don't do it, but I thought the United States minus a co- I think there is one city in Arizona that doesn't do it. I'm pretty sure Eilish in Chicago. I think they went back. Yeah, I mean
1: I know there's some some place in Arizona that definitely does not
0: do it, which I always thought was so odd. Or even anybody who lives on a border of the time zone changing. What if you worked? Say you live just on the cusp and you have to be at work at eight, but it's really seven your time. Like, I feel like you would always have to mentally be figuring out what, what time it was and where you were.
1: Yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, that would be,
0: that would be very confusing. I would think. <laughs> I would think so.
1: Yeah. I don't, uh, I mean, I'm happy that we're on the East coast because it's the standard time zone because I get confused by television shows. Like, oh uh, yeah, you know, if it's on at eight o'clock here, but you know, people in California don't get to see it for another three hours or is it three or four hours? I don't know how far they are. I think they're three hours behind us. Yeah. So um, which they
0: seem so far away. My daughter is only one hour back. Like, I feel like, you know, shouldn't they be further? Yeah, that, that I mean, I know they're not, but it seems to me it feels like they should be.
1: Yeah, they're pretty far away. You would think. I don't know. The daylight savings things, I never really paid much attention to, but as I'm getting older, it is
0: very hard to like adjust. See, this this time the adjustment seems seamless to me. I don't know why. Although, you know what I had off Wednesday and Thursday- Of this week, right after we switched, and I have been exhausted. So, you know what? I'm lying through my teeth. It is hard to adjust. I just was off so I could nap and stuff like that. I'm okay right
1: now because I think because we got an hour added on, right? Yes. Because I'm always like having a million things to do a day when I think like right now, you know, it's eight o'clock, but it seems like it's 10 o'clock. So I'm like, oh God, it's 10 o'clock already. Well, then I say, oh no, it's actually only eight. So I have two more hours to get some stuff done. Yeah, that's cool. Spring time is when it, it hits you bad because right you lose an hour and then like, you, you know, what is the original time before daylight
0: savings was enacted? What? I don't know. <laughs> I, I kind of... I'm not sure which I like better. I think I actually wish we would have stayed at the other time and not gone back because (laughs) even though it's pitch dark when I get to work in the morning the other way, now I can actually see the keyhole to the door when I'm unlocking it when I get to work before mm. i had to feel with my finger because the light bulb is burned out right by where i go in mm-hmm. now it's lit at seven because the sun is up already but i don't like to leave work and it's already dark mm-hmm. at five o'clock basically or just about dark
1: yeah 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 i think the whole winter's depressing anyway yeah Does it doesn't really matter we never we don't see the sun <laughs> we won't see the sun again <laughs> so no if we get lucky enough to have some of this weather for another couple weeks but then after that in western pennsylvania we will not see the sun again for or, you know what
0: four or five months <laughs> you know how every once in a while midwinter we have those gorgeous that's true yeah, actually you're it's right now it's kind of funny usually it happens right around my birthday like th- mid-january we have like a little woo. Mm-hmm. i mean i i remember years walking around outside and just like a thin yeah. shirt and I remembered years in February where coworkers had shorts on. So I, it's just it's hard to tell.
1: Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that is true. We get those surprise days, I guess. Yeah. So Jill, uh, this has been on my mind since our episode three, Rare Bit Possible. Um yeah. if, you, if you guys haven't listened to that yet, go and check it out. We did the baked pears with the honey. Yes. We started talking about honey. I said I, well, I never that was really
0: actually ha- one of my favorite episodes, but yeah, go ahead. Oh really?
1: Yeah. it was a good episode. I liked it a lot. <laughs> if you, if you- if our listeners have not if you not listened to that episode and you're wondering why we talk about botulism all the time you need to listen to that episode yeah that too. was a
0: fun episode <laughs> i thought we covered a lot of territory in that episode
1: we we had a, there was a wide range of conversation there
0: isn't that when we start we decided we were going to start the field trips and stuff i think so yes yeah, okay. to Bush's, yeah, yeah, Bush's that's spacing. the only teasers you're getting people yeah you oh gotta well listen. yeah go listen okay
1: <laughs> well anyhow we were talking about honey That went with the recipe the baked pear recipe oh, yeah and i was mentioning how I, I never really ate honey i didn't really know where to find it uh, i couldn't find it in the grocery store you had mentioned that you as a vegetarian you eat honey but some vegans do not yes, eat honey because it's exactly. like an animal because the bees. byproduct yeah mm-hmm. so my question is naturally bees make honey right i mean that's what they do in nature yes yeah 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 can you hear me Sorry, you broke up there for a second. So bees naturally in nature make honey. What happens to the honey if if, if people don't eat it or other animals, I guess? What eventually happens to the honey? What's the purpose?
0: Well, they make it in their honeycombs, which is do they their eat home. It? I believe it's their where they live. I could be wrong. <laughs> but do they, they don't eat it, do they? No, oh, I don't think so. I think it's their home somehow. Oh. let's let's just google this
1: i just was wondering like they do hard work those bees they're always busy those little bees busy little bees making the, all this honey and then i was like well what happens to the honey if no one actually eats it i'm assuming it just dries because
0: this way the nectar becomes honey which the workers store in the cells of the honeycombs then they sell it no. they, they lit right. <laughs> They live in them, right? Don't they live in the honeycombs, storing food to eat? Okay, wait. Yeah, but they, I mean, they can live- honeybees make honey as a way of storing food to eat over the cooler winter period when they are unable to forage. And there are fewer flowers from which to gather food. So I guess they do eat their honey.
1: Oh, so they make it for themselves. I did not know that. Did anyone know that? I was, I never thought about it.
0: Okay. Here's a question. Somebody's Googled. What would bees do with honey if we didn't take it? Right. The bees would eat the honey. That's my question. Yeah. Yeah, The the bees bees would eat the honey is what it says.
1: So the bees, because I was wondering with vegans not wanting to eat, I mean, I understand meat because you're you're killing an animal but the other pr- products byproducts of animals like eggs dairy honey I know you're not actually killing the animal but the living conditions I guess are usually not great for those animals so I was just wondering with the bees you know like how you know how would that hurt the bees if we took their honey but I guess so they do actually eat it well, so
0: bees are becoming rarer from what I've heard well
1: yeah I think there wasn't
0: there a thing where they said plant you know natural wildflowers right. for the bees mm-hmm. And so maybe if we're taking all the honey, maybe they don't have food. I didn't realize we were taking their food. Now I feel guilty because I love my honey and my tea. Dang it.
1: Switch to syrup, syrup for that ah. recipe, guys. No. Um, yeah, I didn't know that either. I really didn't. Because I was like, I mean, I didn't really know what they ate. I didn't know insects. Well, I guess they do. They have
0: to eat. (laughs) Yes, they do eat. That's just really stupid. Everything eats, everything I didn't know insects ate anything. (laughs) These two truths I hold to be self-evident. Everything that's living eats and poops.
1: Happens to them during the winter. They hibernate in their little honeycomb things. I thought they
0: died. Maybe somebody from the Beinlich Farms could let us know. This is, hey, here's another field trip. Mrs. Byn, like, she does stuff with the bees. I went to school with her daughter. Maybe I'll ask her daughter if she knows a little bit more about the bees. Becky, please let us know about the bees. That would be great. Actually, maybe we can have her on. Maybe we can have her (laughs) on as a guest. I'll have to ask her.
1: Yeah. I mean, bees are very important, obviously, to our our environment. And yeah, I understand they are kind of endangered or getting to that point. Yeah, I am curious yeah, what happens to them during the winter? And yeah, I, w- I didn't know that about the honey. I didn't
0: know that they make all that honey. I would like to know some more about bees. Yeah, we're
1: going to look into that, listeners.
0: We're going to get some answers for you guys. <laughs> That's right. We've decided we're not going to rely on you for all the answers. <laughs> we're going to bring you That's too much the relevant information that you need. What's the point of listening? <laughs> we don't want you to feel pressured to when you're listening. We don't want to stress you out. Exactly. This is not an academic test that we're giving you if you don't know these answers it's okay we'll all learn together
1: what is the point of listening if all we're doing is asking you questions and demanding answers exactly that doesn't sound like a good show
0: no no that would be kind of a fun show if that's what they expected it could be called we want some answers we want answers and every week we look right into the camera and say listen you need to tell us blah 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 If they don't tell us, they can't download the next episode. Yeah. We will go from
1: 10 listeners to one listener very quickly.
0: (laughs) Could be. Or maybe we'll get a whole new variety of listeners that really like to teach, like future teachers. Great, Erin. This week I made lasagna soup. Oh, yeah, yummy! <laughs>
1: <This> <laughs> sounds really good. I can't wait to hear
0: about it. I enjoyed it. At first, I wasn't sure. It's one of those things where the flavor doesn't come out right away. If you, you know, the soup. Sometimes soups are like that. Any dish is like that, really. Sometimes it tastes better the second day. Mm-hmm. Actually, this recipe is vegan, mm-hmm. so you could do it with meat, probably if you like ground meat in your lasagna, things like that. But this is absolutely vegan. There isn't cheese or anything in it. And basically you saute some onion and garlic, and then you get a can of whole tomatoes and you kind of squish them up a little bit. And you put those in with some tomato paste, some balsamic vinegar and oregano, you add the nutritional yeast too. That's probably somewhat the substitute for the cheese. Because in a lot of like vegan mac and cheese, they use nutritional yeast. Oh. Have you ever cooked with it, Erin? Uh, no offense to our vegan listeners, but that does not sound good. Oh, I like <laughs> nutritional yeast. It's like, it kind of helps cream it up a little bit. in a cream is, oh, That's work. how they cream it up. Okay. That is how they cream it up. Can't use the mayo. You got to use your nutritional yeast in Nutrition- your. But vegan. what is,
1: is that? I mean, you go, it says nutritional yeast. That's what it's called. You find It's it. called
0: nutritional yeast. It's Nutrition- yellow, flaky things. Yellow, flaky things. <laughs> sounds like dandruff okay yeah uh, but they're bigger I mean if you have dandruff this big it's big dandruff yellow flaky wow. things nutritional yeast um, yeah you've never used it I've never cooked with yeast at all I don't know that this is the t- same type of yeast that you would use you know to make a cake rice or bread rice or something uh, like that I see
1: okay well yeah I I've never done that <laughs> never.
0: Maybe, right You know what? I had never done that either until many years ago. I was dating somebody who I guess he cooked in a vegan restaurant at one point. He kind of introduced me to the whole nutritional yeast thing, and mm. Mm, I've used it ever since. So you
1: basically use that to create like the creamy sauce.
0: That and the almond milk helped to cream it up, but then you also blended it. And sometimes when you blend things, I have a great potato leek soup recipe that's also vegan, but the blending of the potatoes just makes it very creamy. It almost seems like it has cream in it that some people okay. put he, you know uh-huh. the heavy cream or whatever yeah but yeah this this just had the nutritional yeast and the almond milk and I
1: guess I mean if you wanted to like you know maybe if you're non-vegan you could probably substitute some kind of cream like a cream yeah what's it called a little bit of that
0: heavy cream or whatever Heavy it's creamer. <laughs> what's yeah. it called heavy creamer is oh, it yeah. called heavy cream I think <laughs> I mean, so it I comes in run. a
1: can it's like milk condensed oh milk. the Something? evaporated no. milk evaporated milk yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's or, that's No, no no
0: not evaporated milk that's the powdery stuff we sound like we know no, nothing it, it, it no, is the condensed milk like condensed? Talking, i'm pretty gotta, sure yeah
1: well okay but you the guys non-fat evaporated
0: about. you could maybe put that in it too actually maybe. that I would add know, a yeah. milk milk base to it and then you could I mean, also probably put a little bit of mozzarella cheese, cheese and in. some ricotta yeah. cheese even and kind of you know cream mm-hmm. it up that way <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't recommend mayo i'm just no. saying <laughs> <laughs> no, I I wouldn't know. Yeah, that does
1: not good. It's not gone lasagna.
0: I hope Lindsay from Lindsay Eats LA does not listen to this podcast. She's going to be like, "Oh my god. Very she butchered my recipe." No, Lindsay. I know. I can assure you I actually followed the recipe pretty closely, so it, <laughs> It's part of the show. <laughs> right. It's just we're, we just try to be funny. We can't help it. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah people laugh they like us they don't we don't know but we're trying we're not this stupid yeah (laughs) no we're not this clueless no we're both very intelligent women but (laughs) sometimes we aren't in the kitchen okay we'll (laughs) admit it anyway okay so after you blend it up which i bought an immersion blender do you have an immersion blender (laughs) What is that? No, i never heard of it. Emergency (laughs) blender? An emergency blender? You know what? I see it in recipes sometimes, and I didn't really have one, and I wasn't 100% sure. But when my mixer died, I was researching mixers, and I kept coming across immersion blenders. And (laughs) it's just kind of like a blender on a wand that you stick in a pot, and you can blend something in a pot. I'm going to look that up right now. Yeah, look it up. Oh, it's like, oh, I think I might know what you're talking about. Let me see. But mine also has a whisk attachment that's on there and something to make the milk um i see
1: yeah it's just like a one so it's like a kind of like a blender on a wand yeah
0: and it has a little shield so it doesn't fly everywhere Mm -hmm. but anyhow so after you use your immersion blender okay then you add the almond milk and you set that aside well set it aside. I was like, set it aside. My kitchen's small. I just left it right there on the stovetop, turned (laughs) off the heat, you know, (laughs) and this step is optional as well, but you saute the, she recommended mushroom. She said shiitake. I just use regular white button mushrooms, spinach and zucchini, which I, I used all those things. You saute it with some soy sauce. Lloyd didn't want that part in his. So <laughs> then you're supposed to put that into the, the broth. I did not do that because Lloyd didn't want it. I did boil the noodles. <laughs> Lloyd is pickier than a little than a five-year-old. <laughs> Realizing this with these new recipes that I'm trying, I have to very much ask him. Like, are you gonna like this? Which I like, can I <laughs> can I put this in? Anyway. I didn't know he was so picky. It's getting to be a problem. <laughs> you might not be hearing about Lloyd you... much longer, people. No, oh I'm my gosh, I'm Lloyd's totally getting banished
1: If you put those in, he would know, and he would not eat it.
0: Like, oh yeah, I mean, because it's chunks of spinach. I mean, Mm -hmm. not spinach, but chunks of zucchini. Full leaves of spinach wilted. (laughs) You can't fool them when they get older. I guess, like, yeah, you you? can't. You You tell them that's not spinach. Eat it. (laughs) I mean, I probably. I could have blended it with the immersion blender yeah. and he probably wouldn't have known. But yeah, I didn't do that. My friend said that she used to do that with soup. She would blend them so that her kids didn't know all the vegetables that she had in them <laughs> and they would eat it. So that's kind of clever. I could have oh, done my that. Gosh. Had I been thinking, I could have done that part because <laughs> I think it probably tasted better with the stuff in it because Lloyd did not really like it. I didn't add a lot of salt at this point because Lloyd is watching his salt intake Mm -hmm. and mine definitely needed salt. I thought it tasted so much better when I added some salt at the end Mm -hmm. to my own bowl. Anyhow, what I was going to say about the lasagna noodles is the recipe calls for a whole box. Wow. That's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot for the small amount of broth that it made. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow. But I actually I had had an open box, so there was only maybe three quarters, two thirds to three quarters of the lasagna noodles. I would recommend if you're going to do this, use half a box, no more than half a box. And I meant to break up my noodles before I put it in. Mm -hmm. I forgot.
1: Are these noodles cooked or they're the?
0: You yeah, boil you them, them for, Boil them and then you, okay. Yeah, so when I had them in their pot boiling, once they got soft, I took a big knife and I was like in there trying to cut them. Oh, okay. You know? Now would it had
1: been maybe you could break them up before you put them in the pot? Yeah, that's that, what I
0: just said. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I said I would totally recommend that next time I'm going to break them yeah, up I before I put it in. Yeah. Because, yeah, as much as I tried to cut them up, you know, there were still some really big pieces. In fact, yeah. Lloyd got us forks. When we were trying to eat it, because it was so uh, hard to like pick it up, you know?
1: If you need a knife for your soup, right?
0: Like I said, he was not a fan. I had kept the stuff out of his, and I kept the sauteed stuff just in its a pan that I made it in. For the leftovers, I just throw it all together because he wasn't going to eat anymore. I thought it got so much better every day with the leftovers. I thought it was really good. The flavor really came out. Mm-hmm. I recommend adding that salt that she says. And I just thought it was really good. I would love to make this again for myself, but I'll have to do it when I know that I'm going to eat the whole pot by myself. Mm-hmm. Maybe when Eilish is home, I'll make it or something. But yeah. Lloyd wants no parts of it. <laughs> Now, do you like lasagna? Yeah, I do. Do, yes. do your girls like lasagna? No. They just
1: don't like it? They've had it? I don't make it often. Mm-hmm. So maybe the last time I made it, they were a little bit younger. And, and you know, when they're that age, when they're pretty young, they'll just yeah. not, they'll just say no to something just by the looks of it.
0: Right. I don't know that they actually
1: ever ate it. I just know they yeah. never wanted eat to do any, have anything to do with it.
0: They might try it someday and be like, why have I been missing this my <laughs> whole life? But yeah, like stuffing. I think every kid thinks stuffing is gross for a while and then they try it and they're like, oh my God, this is so good. But anyhow, this is the really funny thing that Lloyd said about it. I said, do you think you would like it better if I added real cheese Mm -hmm. next time instead of the nutritional yeast and stuff? And he said, I think I would like it better if you just made actual lasagna and put it (laughs) on a plate. (laughs) Wow, he's <laughs> totally shooting down the lasagna soup and not make it soup in a ball <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, noted. We're getting way too creative, way too yeah,
1: creative. Right. Kind of agree. We're gonna make lasagna. Make lasagna. No, I mean,
0: this is so much easier though than making lasagna.
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah making lasagna is, is a bit of a pain. Yeah.
0: And it didn't really taste like lasagna to me. It was like you know a red sauce with noodles. I just thought it was good. I, yeah, I don't think I've ever had a soup with like a red sauce, so that really would be, with yeah. noodles. I don't think
1: so. No. did you ever
0: put um, noodles in tomato
1: soup oh well no I've never done that but I've had tomato soup so yeah I guess yeah it's like a red <laughs> I guess it's the same thing it's tomatoes yeah right.
0: that's more pureed and, and yeah my fuck. college roommate Heather turned me on to the tomato soup with elbow macaroni in it hmm. okay that's good yeah
1: yeah, I've never done that. I guess I've always just used tomato soup as a very quick meal. Right. If you have to do needles, that like adds one more thing to it. But True. <laughs> I mean, it's like a lasagna soup. If you wanted to do something really quick and easy, maybe you could do tomato soup, the lasagna noodles, some cheese, and some ground meat. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And throw it all in the same pot. Erin, you're brilliant. <laughs> I just made a recipe. Look you at that. You just made a recipe. All right, who's going to try that? I'm going to put it on the podcast, in the recipe thing, on yeah. a recipe card aaron's think, tomato lasagna soup not to knock
1: this recipe but if you're in a hurry and you obviously not vegan or vegetarian but yeah. you could take the cheese and meat out
0: then it would just be tomato soup so what did you say what kind of cheese would you use in your recipe parmesan probably cheddar okay no 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 oh well the lasagna lasagna I don't I'll put cheddar with
1: the tomato soup I always put cheddar in the okay. tomato soup so I just well,
0: that smooth. might be good then but that I think would have a slightly different feel but no, yeah I do, like, I
1: do use cheddar I think I use like my go-to cheeses are like mozzarella cheddar I think that's what I use in those I have this I have a vegetable lasagna recipe that I like yeah some um, of those have cheddar good. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Yeah. Darcy had a spinach lasagna recipe that she. I mean, she still makes it, but I used to make it every once in a while, and it had. I believe it had cheddar cheese. I think it also had cream cheese. It was really good.
1: Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. Like cream cheese. I guess I could kind of maybe go in. I don't know. Yeah. I, well, actually, in cottage cheese. I think my lasagna yeah. recipe says cottage cheese. Well, I you could, I like
0: cottage in my lasagna. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, I mean, I guess you can kind of, whatever, play around with that. Put in whatever cheeses you want. Yeah, See, You could See even put happens. chicken in if you wanted and make it like, a, is oh, that like yeah. a, be a tortilla soup thing. I don't know. It could be. I mean, I'm you'd have what?
0: to throw some tortilla dips in there or something. Yeah,
1: or, or shell or something. Yeah.
0: I'm sure somebody's already come up with this recipe before. Probably. Well, hey, I mean.
1: I just, I just thought of it. I don't know. That sounds yeah. actually pretty good. I'm kind of in the I mood for I think
0: it, it could be. It would be quick and easy, like you said, and a different thing than it's just like quick. having
1: yeah yeah you'd still have to but, brown the meat that would be a pain but can you buy already ground ground beef i don't think i don't know i don't i've never seen that i can you? <laughs> I don't know. browning beef is such a pain who has time to do that anymore that would be a good idea like already browned beef i don't think i've ever seen that i don't i don't know if it exists does it you've never seen it
0: i mean i i don't know i guess
1: you can get well or here's a step easier you could buy frozen meatballs pop them in the oven like you know and just break them up and put them into the yeah that's like pretty much the same thing ground beef almost that
0: actually <laughs> might make it better that could be like spaghetti soup (laughs) why don't you do spaghetti soup with the tomato base with the spaghetti noodles meatballs and some parmesan cheese we are coming up with all kinds of recipes now holy (laughs) crap wow wow we need a cookbook good thing we got this recording because
1: i'm not writing this down and these are these are
0: original ideas do not steal them copyrighted (laughs) 2020 jill and erin and dish yes this could be the <laughs> start of our recipe book there we go and you know in the recipe book i'm gonna have the ingredients at the top and again at the bottom that makes sense not just the ingredients i mean the quantities yeah it's hard
1: very user-friendly
0: Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, (laughs) next week, Erin, my friend Sharon's coming on for the recipe part. Awesome. Okay. He's going to talk to us about her Instant Pot. The Instant Pot. Okay. Yeah.
1: I'm really interested (laughs) to hear about this because so many people rave about their Instant Pots, but I don't have one. I've never used one. I don't own one. I don't even know how they work. So I'll have a lot of questions.
0: (laughs) Yes. Well, I have to tell you, I did not own one until after a mac and cheese episode. Sharon put on in the comments on Facebook, I have a great instant pot recipe for that. And I was intrigued. And I've always kind of been curious about the Instant Pot mm-hmm. and so my mom commented something like Christmas is coming up and I was like oh good my mom's gonna buy me one for Christmas this is perfect so I did get one recently because they were on sale and I have it oh wow okay you're ahead of the game I've, I've only <laughs> boiled water and made quinoa
1: <laughs> so I'm not that far ahead
0: <laughs> boiled water so that's like the first that's the first it's step the, it's in the when thing. you enter
1: the Instant Pot yeah. world You You must pass
0: the test. It is. And you boil the water. You have to do the water boiling test. That's actually what they call it, I think, in the manual. Yeah.
1: Sounds scary. I don't know. (laughs)
0: Sharon loves it. She uses it all the time. So I'm curious to hear all the stuff she makes weekly with her Instant Pot. So <laughs> next week, if you've ever were curious about Instant Pots, you're going to learn a lot. And oh if you're a real pro with your Instant Pot, please share your ideas next week in our Facebook feed. We would love to hear all about it.
1: Yeah, definitely. You'll definitely want to tune in for next week. Oh, yeah. I just want to give a shout out to my dad. His birthday is this week. So I want to say happy birthday, dad. Awesome. And
0: you know what? Actually, my dad's birthday was this week, too. Wow. Happy birthday to my dad, too. Happy birthday to Jill's dad. Wow. (laughs) Happy birthday to both of our dads. Anybody else's
1: dad's birthday this week. That's, uh, That's pretty wild that they have this birthday in the same week.
0: Thank you all for listening to Banter and Dish podcast. We really hope that you've been enjoying the episodes because we've been having a lot of fun making them for you.
1: And remember, you can like and follow us and find the recipes on Facebook and Instagram at Banter and Dish Podcast. Also, you can find other fun clips and videos on our YouTube channel. And you just go to YouTube and search Banter and Dish. You could find all our videos there. Watch them and like them and share them. So thanks for hanging with us. And we look forward to hearing from you guys next week. Leave us
0: some feedback on our social media. So stay tuned and stay safe. And wherever life may take you this week. Try to add a hint of humor. And a dash of delight. <laughs> we Always start rambling on that part.
1: You can like and follow us here and then do this and then leave us feedback and then hang with us. I know next I always just and wait. Then do this
0: and do I watch that. you and so you're done. And then I'm like, okay, I can talk now. <laughs> like and she's still going. Still going. Still going. Still going. The show would be thirty minutes. <laughs> Erin really... has a lot to say in the outro. No.
1: <laughs> There's so much for you guys to do. I- I'm hoping this skunk was outside, but it almost smells like it was in my basement.
0: Oh no, maybe that's what was wrestling around the living known.
1: room. What was dead? Yeah, <laughs> rustling around, and one of its uh, offspring had died or something. Right, sounds good. So Saturday, uh, you said five thirty. Does that work? Yeah, it should. Even if we get on by
0: five forty-five or what, you know.
1: Well, tell me five thirty because you know I'm always late. So that's
0: exactly why I did. I guess a thirty-minute buffer. <laughs> I was like six to seven is probably fine for the two of us. Is what I thought when I said five thirty. Yeah. Wow, you are catching You're on. on
1: the yeah. No, I'm glad that you realized you have to do that with me. Yeah.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it. I
1: don't do that on purpose either. I really don't. Tack on an extra half an hour to everything. Yeah. That's what I did. Yeah, that's perfect. (laughs)